Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. All Hit Radio! X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back to the X-Zone, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, and around the world on the Exxon Broadcast Network and our growing family of broadcast uh, land stations as well as satellite distributors. If you'd like to give us a call, 1-800-610-7035. Email is xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On all social media sites, TV and our website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. I've got a question for you, or no, it's not a question, it's it's a statement of fact. Nuclear terrorists are currently blowing up parts of Pakistan's nuclear bases. Now, what's to stop them from coming to the U.S. or Canada and melting down New York's Indian Point power plant or blowing up San Francisco's Sandia nuclear weapons lab? Well, according to recognized expert, our guest this hour, Robert Gleason, author of Nuclear Terrorist, very... Little. Isn't that scary? 
Well, I'll tell you, I found it very interesting when I read the information on this gentleman, and we had to have him here on the X-Zone. He is the best-selling author of End of Days, a highly regarded expert on nuclear terrorism who has worked for 40 years in the New York book industry, an executive editor at Tor Forge Books. He has published many scientists, politicians, and military experts. He starred in and hosted a two-hour History Channel special, Prophets of Doom, which was largely devoted to nuclear terrorism and has discussed the subject on many national TV and radio shows. Joining me now this hour to talk about nuclear terrorism is Robert Gleason. And Robert, welcome to the X-Zone. Yeah, thanks for having me here. You were, you were discussing something very interesting with me before we went on air about the phrase nuclear terrorism. And I was wondering if you'd share it with our listeners. Yeah, I, when I was uh, doing research for end of day, the uh, novel End of Days, mm-hmm. it's, it's, uh, it was a, a nuclear terrorism scenario de- devised by Herman Kahn. And Kahn said back, God, 60 years ago, and he said that the, uh, and he w- he thought this was the most frightening of all the nuclear scenarios. There's some really skilled, really smart, well-funded, well-organized nuclear terrorists could set off some nukes and that the and create the illusion that the great powers were nuking each other. Then, in reality, the great powers would start to nuke each other. And that and the, and he said, and a lot of nuclear experts had said, if you wanted to create a scenario for a, a, a real nuclear Armageddon, that was the most plausible and the most persuasive of all the scenarios. It's really and so I was writing a novel uh, based on this and. One of the things I, I couldn't find anything, any I was researching. I couldn't find anything on nuclear terrorism. Nuclear terrorism was just a phrase. Nobody had ever, you know, people would throw it around and bandy it around, but nobody ever talked about, you know, could the nuclear terrorists get uh, get enough nuclear materials to put a uh, to put a weapon together? Who would finance them? How would it be transported? You know, all, all that. How, what would be the technology like? And nobody wrote anything about that. And so I, um, you know, I finally, I, I did a lot of research, and I got the book, and it was it was successful, and it got great reviews. And the, but, uh, and I'm a, I'm a, in my day job in the the real world, I'm a book uh, I'm a book editor. Right. And so I would try I tried to com- and I've worked with a lot of experts in different fields. I tried to commission a book on nuclear terrorism. I couldn't get anybody to uh, to bite and. So I finally, I was obsessed enough, and I'd picked up a lot of stuff over the over a period of about a decade. Mm-hmm. That I picked up enough information, I had some insights, so I thought I could write the book. And I was a little naive; it, it took me another 10, 12 years to actually wrap it up. But the um, and I, you know, it was the whole the whole the subject matter was really quite quite scary, and the situation is getting a lot worse. And the tragedy is, we really we not only don't do anything about it, the Pentagon refuses to study nuclear terrorism. It's clearly a military, national security uh, issue mm-hmm. that President Obama says it's the most dangerous issue, you know, facing the United States. The Pentagon refuses to study it. Why? Uh, I've asked that. I've known, you know, I've worked with a yeah. couple of four-star generals. One general who's in charge of, of all U.S. special forces worldwide. A couple of former defense secretaries, a lot of special forces guys, and guys that one guy taught at the General Staff College. And I always asked all of them, "Could you get me an unclassified study on nuclear terrorism?" None of them could find one. And so, you know, it's conceivable 
the, the Pentagon once studied it, and there may be a study, but if it if it exists, it's buried so deep into the bowels of the Pentagon, it might as well not exist. You know, nobody's wow. ever heard of it. And I, I asked one of the guys, I asked, I said, why isn't you guys going to study it? And the guy said to me, it's too frightening. And I said, come on, that you know, you guys are soldiers. Yeah, exactly. You go into your charge intersecting machine gun fire. You can't be afraid of that. Robert, stand you by. Said, well, We've got to take also, it. You got to know. Robert, yeah. we've got to take a two-minute commercial break. Please stand by. Exonation. Robert Gleason sure. is our special guest this hour. Sure. When we come back, we're going to be talking more about the nuclear terrorist. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. Don't go away. Modern Esoteric, Beyond Our Senses by Brad Olson, consummates the lifeology story about where humanity originates. It is the lost continents, the primitive wisdom, the mythos of creation, and the rethinking of ancient history as we are taught in academia. There is much more to the story than what we have been told. As this is the first book in the Esoteric series, Modern Esoteric starts at the beginning of time and accelerates up to this modern age. Future Esoteric is book two in the series and takes a forward-looking position ahead of today with an open and honest examination of the ET issue and various unexplained phenomena. To discover the writings of author Brad Olson, visit www.bradolson.com. That's www.bradolson.com. Named one of the world's greatest psychics, Elizabeth Joyce is now giving readings worldwide via Skype. Elizabeth Joyce is recognized for her clairvoyant ability to help find missing persons, her analysis of dreams, past life regression work, mediumship, and her accurate predictions. Elizabeth has been a frequent guest on the Exxon radio show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, now for several years. For an appointment with Elizabeth Joyce, call 201-934-8986 or Skype at elizabeth.joyce. And for more information, you can always visit Elizabeth Joyce online at www.new-visions.com. disease that you would like to alleviate through a natural means? Have you been contacted by angels, ghosts, or even extraterrestrials and want to validate these experiences? Or would you simply like to speak with someone who can help you find your life's purpose? I'm Dr. Joseph Mara, and I'm offering my services free of charge for first-time clients contacting me during the month of April. These free consultations include angel card readings, guided meditations, life coaching, and energy healing. If you have always wanted to explore these types of experiences but were skeptical or simply could not afford them, then take advantage of this free special offer. Contact me through my website, aguidinglight, spelled L-I-T-E, dot com, to schedule your consultation today. Until then, I offer you love, light, and laughter.
Welcome back, everyone. My guest this hour is Robert Gleason. He's the author of The Nuclear Terrorist, and his website is www.thenuclearterrorist.com. And if you go to his website, there's actually a seven-minute clip of uh, Rob doing the uh, History Channel special that he was the host guru of. And uh, I'm telling you, after the show, I'm going to go watch it, and I invite everyone else to visit this man's site because he's making a lot of sense. And he's raising a lot of excellent questions. And Rob, let me ask you this. Are nuclear terrorists wreaking havoc in the world today as you and I speak? Um, yeah, they, they've, there's some, and this is fairly new. It's only in the, in the current incarnation. Uh, they're only, there's two groups. They're only about seven years old. One is the uh, Tariqi Taliban Pakistan, known mm-hmm. as the Pakistani Taliban. And the other is Laskari Taiba. They're both in Pakistan. They were both created by the Pakistan military and the Pakistan intelligence services in order to fight India in the Kashmir and Jammu. And the but it's again, you know, these they created the Indian military, the Pakistani military created a Frankenstein monster they really don't can't control, and yet they still get a lot of support from the Pakistani government. Uh, Lashkar, which uh, specializes in attacking India. Um, we all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast but the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. It gets a significant amount from the Pakistani government. The other one, starting around 2006, 2007, the TTP, they um, turned around and bit the dog that fed them. They started Mm -hmm. attacking uh, Pakistani sites, and their goal is to um, destabilize the Pakistani government, have an Islamist takeover, and they stated these things publicly. I'm not. I'm not speculating. The the uh, and they, they you know they want to get a hold, get their hands on Pakistan's nukes, and eventually uh, install Sharia law. The uh, they're very scary, and the, the the Pakistani government can't even uh, can't even do anything to control them. That, um, but they, they've blown up the, 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 the most heavily fortified army base in Pakistan was called Rawindi. And they went in and they just blew that thing. They, 
did an enormous amount of damage. That they went in and they uh, they attacked the Walk Atonement nuclear ordnance plant, which assembled nuclear weapons. And they went in there and they killed they killed fifty nine soldiers and wounded uh, and other people and wounded uh, wounded seventy. And then they blew up parts of it and eventually blew themselves up. Unreal. But they, and they're, they're, they're believed to have blown up, you know, uh, attacked and blown up parts of uh, four or five other uh, sites, which we perceive to be nuclear sites as well as military sites. And they um, they said they said they they did try to come here in 2010. They had a failed attack in Times Square in the United States. And they've they've said that they made a big announcement in 2012. Said they were coming to the United States. And part of the uh, there is a by their by their lights, there's a logic to coming here and doing things. And because what they hope is they ultimately want to destabilize the the Islamabad government. And if they come here and they let's say they they um, they melted down Indian Point, you know, and you, and you put you put twenty million people in jeopardy because that's close. That's thirty five miles from Midtown Manhattan. Mm-hmm. It's a lot closer to a lot closer to the Bronx. The the uh, Suppose Lashkar did the same thing. They had done the Mumbai attack, that horrible Mumbai attack in 2008. Suppose they took out some Indian uh, nuclear facilities. Suppose the, they, they went and they took out the, the Sandia Nuclear Weapons Lab, which is on the very edge of San Francisco. It would be a horrible disaster. You're going to evacuate all, all the city by the bay? And the, and, but but we, the United States and India probably would retaliate retaliate against Pakistan, which has sponsored these groups, we'd probably our retaliation would probably be severe enough that we might we might end up destabilizing Islamabad. Lord knows we destabilized Iraq. Uh, tell me, in, in your opinion, having worked with all the people you've worked with, having had the conversations with the people in the know, is nuclear terrorism really feasible and realistic in North America? Yeah, the, the, um, we, the, what a lot of people don't appreciate is that once you get your hands on the nuclear explosive, particularly mm-hmm. the bomb-grade highly enriched uranium, that the, uh, and I'll, I'll get into it, it's, it's, uh, it's frighteningly easy to steal, even in the United States. and We have lots and lots of examples to prove this. But the, once you get your hands on it, uh, the guy that invented the triggering mechanism for the Hiroshima bomb, a Dr. Luis Alvarez, he's also the one, by the way, that discovered that the dinosaurs were killed by um, the KT asteroid. He was a brilliant guy, Nobel laureate in physics. He um, he, he said, and he, he proved, that if you get uh, some, some bomb-grade highly enriched uranium, 90%, the, uh, the size of a large grapefruit, and you put one grapefruit, on the on the ground, and then the other one six feet above it. Then you drop the one onto the other, and you hit it square. You can get fifty percent of the Hiroshima yield, uh, perhaps even a little more than that. That now that the uh, uh, that obviously that's not how a terrorist would do a bomb, but he would do it more like the like, like Alvarez did the Hiroshima bomb. You get a piece of cannon barrel, and the United States has thousands of old Civil War cannon barrels lying around. You, mm-hmm. we, you know, you could use one of those. You, you'd get a chunk of it, and you'd tamp off the ends, and the, the uh, and you you put one one. It would be about 
50 pounds of uh, and this stuff is very it's the densest material in the known universe it's the heaviest material in the known universe so it doesn't it's not that big you put one end at the at the end of the cannon barrel and then you put the other one the far end and you with extra high explosive case of the Hiroshima bomb they use cordite you blast one into Mm -hmm. the uh, other and if you get enough momentum you know that you could you could conceivably get the Hiroshima yield uh, that it, this is what that Alvarez said. It was so easy to do something like this. He said that even a high school kid could do it. He wrote that in his memoir. Now that is really but scary. Yeah. So, so yeah. And the, if you want, we can. It, it is. It's frighteningly easy to steal the nuclear explosive. And we we recently had an 82 year old nun. The, the the biggest repository for bomb grade highly enriched uranium in the United States. There's a storage facility. Um, I forgot what the numbers. It's a letter and like four numbers, and it's a, the I've I've got photographs of it on my iPod, iPad. That it's in uh, the the Y12 facility at Oak Ridge, outside of Knoxville, and uh, about 20 months ago, an 82-year-old nun broke into it. And she cut through the fence at night, middle of the night, with bolt cutters, and she went across some hills and through some woods and stuff. And she found the the big facility, and she didn't break into it, mm-hmm. but she sat down. Now, she'd had a dozen 9-11-style terrorists. She certainly could have broken into it. And, and by the way, you can assemble on the spot an improvised Hiroshima-style nuclear bomb, and, and, and she could have blown the whole thing up. Wow. But the, um, the, she said she, said she painted... Uh, peace slogans on the walls, and then sat down and sang uh, sang peace songs for several hours until the, uh, finally a lone random patrol randomly picked her up. And uh, they, but they they had they, we we've done a, some tests over the years. Uh, they're called mock intrusion tests, and they'll get guys. Sometimes they're ex special forces guys, and they'll disguise them as maintenance workers, whatever. And they'll send them into the uh, these nuclear facilities to, with the mission to see if they can steal some nuclear explosive, you know, plutonium or uranium. At Rocky Flats, which used it's been closed down now, but it used to be the the, the biggest repository of nuclear explosive. Um, they used to walk out uh, walk out with the stuff eighty percent of the time. That uh, the average is nowadays is fifty percent of the time. That they had uh, one test in Los Alamos, and apparently these guys were were bored with carrying out a you know a canister of of nuclear explosive. Mm-hmm. I, I think they wanted to find out how much they could steal, so they dragged in a, a flatbed Home Depot garden cart, which was completely <laughs> it's completely against protocol. That in fact the uh, the, the nuclear regulatory, the Department of Energy was the one that they uh, they attempted to disqualify the test because. Uh, the, the Home Depot garden cart wasn't on their equipment list, <laughs> and they, they were overruled and said, "Oh, come on, these you're just embarrassed. These guys whipped whip, whip you." Again. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, and the irony is because you know the the uh, these guys are stealing stuff. That the, you know there could be gunfire exchange, sure. and so they have to warn the facilities in advance that guys are coming to steal your nuclear explosive. But I'd, li- I'd so, like to ask you a question at this point, after what you just said. What would happen if real bad guys went into the facility and actually stole the the nuclear um, material and the people within the facility thought, oh, geez, we're being tested? 
Yeah, well, the the um, uh, the, the what what the, the, the people that are doing the mock intrusion tests, they're afraid that they might actually like fire some shots, and so they do. They they will the, the guards know when these people are coming. They will even do computer simulations. So they'll say, now when this test goes on, don't shoot these guys, you know. And, but even so, they still end up getting beaten. Wow. And that the uh, and you know if we can't secure our stuff, you know how do you expect um, Pakistan, India, Russia, nations uh, live live by the backsheesh? Mm-hmm. That Japan is actually has the most poorly secured nuclear explosive probably on earth. That they have they they produced forty tons of of plutonium explosive. They um they they're just finishing up. It goes online in about four months. They finished up a plutonium production plant that's gonna crank out nine tons a year. They have no earthly use for any of the plutonium. They're just stockpiling it. And that the uh it's and that they don't they don't secure it. They don't have armed guards or anything. And any time and it, it drives the Obama admission administration crazy they drove the bush administration crazy they just don't believe they believe it's an insult to the japanese people to have armed guards protecting anything they have a few guys with white gloves and white white outfits wandering around look like lab guys well these days these days in japan if you want any nuclear material all you have to do is go to fukushima well, and that you could go, um, you know, that Fukushima's in horrible danger of melting down, that, that number four building. Yep. If they have if they have a bad meltdown there, you know, they'd have to evacuate all Fukushima and maybe some other plants, too, and we don't protect Fukushima. Robert, stand by. We've got, Robert, stand by. We've got to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Exxon Nation, Robert Gleason is my special guest. His website, www.thenuclearterrorist.com. Scary stuff. But I'll tell you something, Exo Nation, the truth usually is. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as we continue here in the Exo from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to give us a call, toll free 1 800 610 7035. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com. Are you considering calling a psychic to read your situation? Then consider David Champion, a psychic medium for more than 20 years with thousands of readings under his belt. David Champion will make you feel comfortable. He has proven to be honest and accurate. He's a straight shooter. There's no guesswork. What he sees is what you get. While he is a medium, most of the calls focus on relationships. Not only love, but work, school, neighbors, and more. Need help with finding a job and preparing for the interview? Are you dealing with people who are obstacles in your path? For more information, go to davidchampion.com, $1.50 per month. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2.00. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. A combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. 
Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Minute paid by credit card with a minimum of 30 minutes. For your reading with David Champion, call 1-877-702-8598. That's 1-877-702-8598. Now you can dial in to listen to the Exxon Radio Show from anywhere in the world with Rob McConnell 24-7, 365 by dialing. 213-401-0080. That's 213-401-0080. If you have a mobile phone or landline, the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is now at your beck and call at 213-401-0080. That's 213-401-0080, 24-7, 365. Now you can dial in to listen to the Exxon Radio Show from anywhere in the world with Rob McConnell 24-7, 365 by dialing 213-401-0080. That's 213-401-0080. If you have a mobile phone or landline, the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is now at your beck and call at 213-401-0080. That's 213-401-0080, 24-7. 365. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, Robert Gleason is our special guest of this hour. We're talking about nuclear terrorism, and uh, he is the author of The Nuclear Terrorist. His website is www.thenuclearterrorist.com. Robert, I understand that President Obama says, and this is a quote, that a single U.S. city is his worst nightmare. Is his fear realistic? Uh, oh, yeah. However, that the it wouldn't be my worst uh, nightmare. The, the, the stuff, as we talked before, the stuff is demonstrably not that hard to uh, steal, the nuclear, nuclear explosive. Mm-hmm. And uh, my concern would be, that, uh, that uh, a really sophisticated terrorist group, particularly one of these Pakistani groups, which has enormous access yeah. to Pakistan's nuclear explosive. Pakistan, among other things, they're so afraid that the United States and India are going to come in and t- take their nu- nukes away from them that they keep a significant number of nukes in perpetual motion on their highways. They put them in convoys of trucks and, and uh, even vans. And they, they're constantly shipping them around the country. So have you ever got the itinerary of these convoys? You know, terrorists could go, go in, blow them up, steal the stuff. So the stuff's not that hard to get, particularly if you have a trust, you've, co- you've co-opted or coerced a trusted insider. 
you give me a, a, an, an insider who can, who's, who's got access to this kinds of stuff, uh, I can steal anything in the world. And, and you know, Pakistan's very vulnerable to this. The, the, our former ambassador under President Obama uh, said in a WikiLeaks memo she wasn't afraid of terrorists stealing Pakistanis nuclear explosives. She was afraid of the officials and the employees stealing it and then sell, selling it or giving it to terrorists. I mean, you can't even trust the people that are supposed to be guarding it. And so once you get that, you know, and you can, you can, you can make the bombs... And the uh, uh, it's uh, the, the, and my, my scenario mm-hmm. would be that these terrorists wouldn't steal enough for a single nuke. You know, you, you just nuke one city, and we figure out there's not any more. We might our, our retaliation might be total. It might be uh, that we might take out every nation that we think you know is hostile to us. Uh, a single nuclear attack is simply beyond bearing. You know, the the, the idea that these people are going to do more, mm-hmm. that, you know, you have to do something. On the other hand, if the terrorists stockpiled enough nuclear explosive to do a half a dozen attacks in a half a dozen major cities, we might just pull out of the Mideast. We might start, you know, throwing money at people. We may, particularly if they indicated that they had... Um, Six more bombs. What are we going to lose? Six more cities. We might actually walk away from something like that. So my worst case scenario would be that you know if you can steal enough explosive for one bomb, you can probably steal enough for six more, and that's what scares scares me. And the groups who would be capable of doing it have only been in business for about seven years. So I mean, it is. Yeah. Let 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 me ask you this: Is it better that more countries have nuclear? Arms in order to create a a, a bigger check uh, checkmate around the world, or should countries around the world decrease their nuclear arms? Yeah, it's not the problem with that terrorism as we're talking about it. Is there's no real deterrence against it? You got guys that want to you know blow themselves up when they set mm-hmm. off the nukes. How do you deter that? But but it's listen, but, so- but if, if it's that easy. To get your hands on this material, why hasn't it happened? Well, the the, the, two, the two groups that would be are the most sophisticated and the best funded, and the and the best organized. They've only been in, in existence for about seven years. But still, seven and, years in their is... current incarnation. Yeah, but you know, uh, how long did it take Al Qaeda to plan the uh, USS Cole attack or their attacks on the African embassy? Those are very simple attacks. It took them over five years. That took them a long time to plan the World Trade Centers. If you're going to plan a half a dozen nuclear attacks against the United States, how long would that take? Twenty years? They don't care about the time. And the uh, but also it's not uh, Al Qaeda uh, basically kind of shot its wad, you know, when it when it flattened the World Trade Centers. That they got on everybody's most wanted list. Sure. And everybody's afraid of them, including Afghanistan and even Pakistan. And the, the, but these new groups, they're much better funded, much more sophisticated than Al-Qaeda ever was. They make Al-Qaeda, the Al-Qaeda people look like campfire girls. Is it possible that the terrorists do not want to even consider using nuclear weapons because they know that just one nuke detonation that could be traced back to a terrorist group 
would would finish them. They'd have no ability to regroup. They'd have no ability to get funding. They'd have, they'd be out of business. Yeah, and I think that that's I. You know, I've always, for whatever it's worth, I've always considered uh, these these people to be rational players. Mm-hmm. The whole notion that they're you know uh, you know hydrophobic psychotics, you know frothing at the mouth. I don't. I never saw it that way at no. all. But, the nine eleven, the you know the nine eleven hijackers are fairly yeah. accomplished people. Well, they when you happen can... to have an ideology that we 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 think is crazy, but that doesn't mean they're crazy. Well, exactly. When you consider that the entire nine eleven fiasco was committed by nineteen people with paper cutters, yeah. paper box cutters. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, I, and the... Muhammad Adda had advanced degrees in chemistry and stuff. Like sure, that. you know they they weren't these weren't you know dumb, you know dumb people. I think that in the world today, the word terrorist doesn't apply to, like you were saying, the, the, the people that are psychotic, frothing at the mouth, and who just take off and do something without any cause or any consequences. I think that everything is well thought up, and we can see that today, in today's very times, by what's happening in Nigeria with Boko Haram. You know, there's no nuclear devices there, but here you've got a group of terrorists go in, kidnap nearly two, three, two, what is it, two to three hundred girls? Yeah. And you've got everybody looking for them, and they're not being found. Well, how long did it take the United States to find bin Laden? Yep. Yeah. Well, he, he was being hid, hidden, you know. Exactly. By, by the, he was the Pakistani yeah. government. So tell me, do you think that... Nuclear power, uh, a nuclear prol- proliferation, is an actual threat. Do you think it'll ever happen? Uh, well, the, the, there's a couple of problems with nuclear uh, power. That, yeah, it is a proliferation tra- threat. Uh, that a nuclear power reactor. There's there's been a number of studies done on this. Uh, mm-hmm. about Oak Ridge did one, Sandia. If you if if you have a nu- if you have access to the spent fuel rods, a nuclear power reactor, it's just waste. And this stuff is very the, the the storage of this waste is very very poorly monitored, so it's possible to grab some of those rods. And the that um, if you have the equipment from an old dairy or an old winery, uh, a half a dozen technicians, and this is a low tech operation, they can build a nuclear uh, a bomb fuel reprocessor in about six months, maybe less. One of the Sandys said less. Um, the guy, the techs would have to know what they were doing, but you can, you know, it's all, it's, it's not that hard to do. And that the, um, if you have, an, you know, enough spent fuel rods, it would take one, uh, it, it would take uh, one month to reprocess enough uh, uh, bomb grade plutonium to, to power the uh, Nagasaki bomb. So that when you're selling, the, the, behind every nuclear state, every nuclear state that went rogue, like Pakistan, Iran, North Korea, whatever. Behind every one of those mm-hmm. was a nuclear power reactor. And somebody once said that nuclear power is the training wheels by which the nuclear proliferators and the nuclear terrorists, you know, learn how to how to ply their trade. Um, that it, it was something Eisenhower created in '53 when he gave his Adams for Peace speech at the UN. And he uh, he proliferated. He shipped nuclear reactors, nuclear uh, reactor fuel, which is which was weapons usable grade. He shipped that stuff all over the world, and he encouraged other nations to do the same. I mean, the, 
people forget. We complain about Pakistan and Iran's nuclear program. Who do you think sold them their first nuclear reactors? Gave the nuclear terrorists the training wheel to build bombs. It was the United States. In but, today's... Uh, one of those nations sold, sold a nuclear reactor. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Actors to the Congo. Wow. Tell me, in today's society, is law enforcement capable of detecting a nuclear device threat? Uh, no. The, the the only way you can really detect it is at the source. Mm. The, 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 one of the many problems is that the no, no, people people will call in and say this is insane. They they confuse nuclear ex, pure nuclear explosive ninety percent pure grade. They confuse it like with nuclear waste. Nuclear waste is the most toxic substance on earth. That if you stand near it, you die. The, uh, on the other hand, the, nu- the nuclear bomb grade plutonium, the bomb grade plutonium, and and highly enriched uranium, that those only give off alpha particles. They don't give off gamma rays, which is what kills you. Uh, a little bit of beta, but really not very much. It's insignificant. It's they give off alpha rays. Alpha rays can be uh, stopped by the skin. That you can pick up, you know, bomb, you know, nuclear explosive. With your bare hands. Now, if you have a cut on your hand, you're going to die. And if you breathe it in, you know, or eat it mm-hmm. or something, you'll die. But you can, uh, and you can, it's real easy to get this stuff through um, radiation detectors. That It's been said that if you really wanted, if you had some, you know, some, you know, n- real nuclear explosive and you wanted to ship it in, say, through a container ship, that one way to do it would be to hide it in um, a, a container full of toilets, hide it in toilet casing. There's nothing that would be completely indetectable at that point. And people, I get phone-ins on this all the time, and people think I'm crazy. But this is really, this is you know, this is very highly substantiated. I, I have end notes, and my book is the mm-hmm. Nuclear Terrorist, and I have end notes that corroborate all that. Exo Nation, our guest this hour is Robert Gleason. He's the author of The Nuclear Terrorist, His Financial Backers and Political Patrons in the U.S. and Abroad. His website is www.thenuclearterrorist.com. So, Robert, what do we do to protect ourselves against nuclear terrorism? Well, well when, uh, when Hillary Clinton was uh, uh, President Obama's uh, Secretary of State, mm-hmm. she said in a WikiLeak memo, uh, the the uh, wealthy Saudis were the number one financiers of Sunni-style terrorism in the world today. That's Al-Qaeda, Taliban-style yeah. terrorism, these Pakistani groups, as, as opposed to Shia. 
and they really are far and away the most dangerous of these of the terrorist groups in the world. And the um, uh, and as you know, 15 out of the 19 uh, 9/11 hijackers were Saudis. There was a congressional report done where the uh, the White House blacked out 28 pages of the report because it, it describes different kinds of Saudi involvement with the 9-11 hijackers. And it was embarrassing to the Saudis, so the Bush people blacked it out. Um, having, you know, so the, this, this is clearly, this is, they're really, they really are a problem. They bankrolled and continue to bankroll Pakistan's nuclear program. Well, the Obama administration has been and is continuing to try to set up a deal whereby that American firms and even some foreign firms mm-hmm. can sell the uh, the Saudis two two nuclear reactors. And wow. you know, it's up to me. I wouldn't sell them a single pistol. They're they're very eager to sell um, nuclear stuff to India. I wouldn't sell. You know uh, that the um, that when when Donald Rumsfeld in his private life. Before you know, before he became uh, George W. Bush's uh, defense secretary, mm-hmm. um, you know he worked with uh, as a board director for a Swiss uh, contracting firm that that attempted to and contracted to sell uh, to sell two nuclear reactors to North Korea. Now the sale didn't go through, but they they did they tried very hard and they they had some some understanding at one point. Um, Dick, Dick Cheney and Condoleezza Rice, you know, did a lot of stuff about how dangerous Iraq was. Yeah. Remember when they said that, uh, they, 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 when talking about whether Saddam had a nuclear weapons program, that each of them said, Condi Rice specifically said, I don't want the smoking gun evidence of Saddam's nuclear, pro- nuclear weapons program to be a mushroom cloud, you know, all that. And, the, um, and yet, in their private lives, the Dick Cheney, was the CEO of Halliburton, which did business with uh, Saddam, trying to rebuild his uh, oil oil industry and oil infrastructure because after, after you know Desert Storm. Sure. And uh, Condi Rice was a board director at uh, uh, Chevron, which was a major oil customer of Saddam's. And uh, the, the the Halliburton was also trying to build up uh, Iran's nat- natural gas industry. Unreal. I mean, people. The reason we don't do anything is there's too many important, powerful people that are prof- profiting in their private lives, profit, uh, or the companies they work for, profit off of these uh, these rogue states. All right, Robert, stand by. You and I have to take our final break for this hour. Exxon Nation. Robert Gleason is our special guest. His website is www.thenuclearterrorist.com, and uh, Robert and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break as we continue here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center in beautiful Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. With each new extreme weather event or terrorist act, it becomes increasingly obvious that we live in uncertain and challenging times. We all buy car insurance, why not collapse and catastrophe insurance? Matthew Stein, an MIT-trained engineer and green builder, has written two outstanding books to help people prepare, plan for, and deal with everything from minor situations lasting a few days to full-on collapse. Matt's first book, When Technology Fails, is a manual for self-reliance, sustainable living, and surviving the long emergency. 
This massive book covers the gamut from first aid and emergency preparedness to alternative healing, renewable energy, primitive living skills, and 18th century technologies that could be critical to your comfort and survival in a long-lasting crisis. Matt's second book, When Disaster Strikes, is a comprehensive emergency preparedness handbook and survival guide. When Disaster Strikes is an essential item for every family's go-bag. Both books are available at all usual sources. There's a wealth of totally free information posted at whentechfails.com and author-signed copies may be purchased at mattstein.com. That's www.whentechfails.com and www.mattstein.com. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God, it was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. All right, for all you hockey fans around the world, we just uh, received something from our newsroom saying that the New York Rangers have just eliminated the Montreal Canadiens from this year's attempt at the Stanley Cup. To my daughter, Stephanie, if you're listening, I'll send you some Kleenex. I'll tell you something. I, I'm from Montreal originally, but I've got to tell you something, gang. I just don't understand how people can get so enthused about sports anymore. I really don't. It costs a small fortune to bring your family to whatever sporting event you go to in a major city. And just imagine if a nuclear weapon was detonated with, what, 20, 30,000 people in an arena? And this is reality. This is reality. My guest this hour is Robert Gleason. He's the author of a book called The Nuclear Terrorist. His website is www.nuclearterrorist.com. And first of all, Robert, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. But second of all, I'd like to thank you for writing the book that you did. Oh, well, thank you. That's very kind of you. So what can we do, Robert? How can we protect ourselves? How can we prevent um, a terrorist using a nuclear weapon? Well, there's a couple of things you can do that you grow. One of the things is you got to cut it off at the source. Mm -hmm. but once, once you get the nuclear explosive, uh, once it exists, and the and the, the terrorists, you know, want to smuggle it into the United States, um, it's 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 very largely with modest efforts. It's largely undetectable, and so you can't. They will get it in here, and they'll, you know, and, and it's, as we discussed before. It's surprisingly easy to cobble together a crude but very powerful Hiroshima-style nuke. 
I mean, you're you're basically it's 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 game over. So that you got to stop it at the source. And that one of the ways to do that is that we're too quick to bankroll nations that have a history of financing uh, terrorism. Uh, that you know, I mentioned before that the Obama administration, when President Obama, before he became, uh, uh, you know, a, a, an official mm-hmm. presidential candidate, he became, you know, he had the nomination. Prior to that, his heaviest campaign contributors and the heaviest funder was the nuclear power industry, and that the uh, he's, you know, and he's fighting very hard to get to for the United States to sell nuclear reactors yeah. to the Saudis, which has a history of bankrolling terrorism. That the Bush family uh, and their 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 political business contacts and the institutions and uh, corporations and that that they work for, uh, in you know in their during their private lives in aggregate, that Craig Unger in a book called House House of uh, Bush House of Saud calculated and he does the numbers for you he does the math right in front of you in the book he calculated that they had they and their organizations. Had received over 1.475 billion dollars. Wow! In the Saudis, and we got to get, you know, we 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 got to get rid of the conflicts of interest. That the uh, if you're going to be if you're going to be involved in making energy decisions, mm-hmm. defense decisions, stuff like that, you're not allowed to go into private industry when you get out of office and start lobbying, you know, for that kind of stuff. The the other thing too is nuclear power is insanely expensive, and I mean literally insanely expensive. The, the latest estimates for a building a, um, a nuclear power plant in the U.S., one was down in Florida, the estimate came in at $25 billion. In uh, the U.K., there's an estimate that came in, $25 billion. Uh, the stuff is insanely, that you can't get banks to bankroll, to, to give loans to nuclear con, con, construction contractors. You can't get insurance companies to give a full coverage. It's not only a huge nuclear explosive proliferation yeah. uh, risk, it's, uh, it's, it's, it has the potential to bankrupt. Robert, we have to say so long for tonight. I wish you continued success. Exonation, visit Robert's website. Watch him on, there's a clip of Robert on the Discovery Channel or History Channel. His website is www.thenuclearterrorist.com. I'll be back on the other side of the news at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as we continue here in the Exxon with yours truly, Rob McConnell. have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.